Hey guys, and welcome back to episode two of Unbox the Inbox, subscription box email secrets with yours truly, Gary Redmond. Um, if you have a chance, please go ahead and leave me a five-star review in this podcast. It's a new project I'm working on, and I really appreciate all of your support. And of course, if you have anybody you'd like to share it with in the, in the subscription industry, I'd be very grateful if you do that too. So without further ado, the topic of today's episode is you, how to use email marketing to drive profitability on your subscription backend, okay? Now, this has been a big focus for us now in 2023, and it's ne never been more important because of the higher ad prices, slower growth, and higher costs associated with running a subscription box business or any business in 2023. Um, it's obviously been a quite difficult year in the first half of it, so having the ability to actually upsell your customers and drive more profitability on your backend is a really, really easy lever you can pull to keep your business profitable and moving forward. And the easiest and most effective way that we've found is to leverage your email marketing to achieve this. Thankfully, it's all at once the easiest, most effective and cheapest way to do it. So today I'm gonna to share with you some of the best strategies you can use to turn your emails into money in your pocket without spending another cent on ads or even signing up any more customers. Because one critical mistake people make is to assume their customers are done buying when they sign up to your subscription. I heard this a long time ago from Russell Brunson. Just because you're done selling doesn't mean your customers are done buying. So you should still be able to put things in front of them and willing to put things in front of them straight from the moment they sign up and throughout their subscription. So whether it's a subscription box, membership coaching or whatever, most of the time I'm going to focus on subscription boxes because that's my business, but there's usually many ways we can deliver more value to our customers. Okay, so step one, how do we actually figure out what customers still need outside of our box or our core subscription? And how we do that is the minute someone signs up to your to your subscription, you wanna send them a survey, okay? Now this survey has a few different purposes. You can ask them where they heard about you and that's obviously gonna help you to figure out which of your marketing channels are working well. But you also wanna ask them who they are, so you're making sure that you're hitting the right avatars because you might be surprised who's actually signing up to your product. I heard a story in the past where people thought, the business thought they were selling to, to dudes, right? But it turned out that it was their wives and their mothers that, that were buying for them, okay? So you never really know who your customers are until you actually ask them. But one of the important things you can ask them is what else do they buy? Okay, so if you know that they signed up to your subscription, they buy these things, like in our case, it's for dogs, right? So we asked them, what else do you regularly buy for your dogs, for your dog outside of our subscription? And they'd say flea and worming, they would say beds, they would say, I mean, you can give options, you can give ideas that you think people might be buying outside of what we sell, which is toys and treats. Obviously, they're buying dog food. We did ask them about what kind of brands they were using in case we could see any trends, but it was totally random. People were all different brands and the dog food market is quite fractured. So the good thing about this survey is that you can set this up in an email automation. So when you turn it on um, and it's sent to your customers immediately after signing up, you're going to build up a treasure trove of data sitting there inside of SurveyMonkey or whatever survey tool you use that you can go and mine at any time. Okay, We have like something like six and a half thousand responses on our survey. Uh, it's been in place for a few years. Um, anytime you want to know anything about our customers, about trends, you can go in and you can split the data out. You know, you can look back a few years, you can look back a few weeks, and you can also see the common trends of, of things that people are buying. Okay, so for the purpose of this uh, podcast episode, we're just going to focus on um, the part of the survey where we ask them what they buy. Um, and you can also ask them things like how frequently they buy, but we don't really, we don't really ask that. Um, so enough on that. Step two 
is to go ahead and create or source the products, okay? So you obviously wanna go and find things similar or the exact same things that these customers are buying. And then we wanna figure out a way to package them into a product, whether it be, um, if it's if it's obviously a subscription box, you're gonna be buying products, you're gonna be buying stock in. Um, and if, it's, if you've got a coaching business or other type of business, you can also ask them kind of what else they're struggling with and maybe think about ways you can offer maybe coaching or other services on top of your current subscription in order to drive more value on your back end, okay? So for the subscription box example, uh, let's talk about one-time add-ons, okay? So let's say dog beds, okay? That's a higher ticket item. Not not everybody's gonna need it every month, right? So that's what we, we probably position that as a one-time add-on. You're not gonna have that as a recurring subscription. So we would... Um, there's various ways of putting it in front of them, which I'll cover later, but let's just talk about whether it's a one-time product or it's a subscription. So one-time products would be things that obviously people don't need regularly. It's a bit of a higher purchase price and probably hopefully more profitable for you. The other thing that you can do is back-end subscriptions or add-on subscriptions, which are recurring. So things like flea and worming tablets in our case, they would fit inside the box. The customers need them regularly, but they're not part of the core subscription. And that's something we actually have tried and have sent out emails to customers and got them to sign up for that, okay? So think of other things like upgrades. Obviously, you're going to take inspiration from the, the, the survey responses, but there's just because someone says something is too expensive or too cheap doesn't mean you can't be turned into one of either a one-time add-on or a back-end subscription, okay? Also, something to think about is higher ticket products, even higher than like, like a one-time add-on, which would be like something like maybe coaching, maybe like one of the really good ways that you can drive serious profitability for your business is if you're in a niche that um, your customers have a big problem, like it's not so relevant for us, it's your dog, but people who serve... Uh, people who have subscription boxes who serve people who are in pain or who are struggling with mental health or something. Obviously, you need to make sure that you're qualified in this. Um, but you can also offer things like, you know, a coaching program, okay? Or uh, maybe an online course because they're obviously going to be a lot more profitable because you're just selling the information in your head uh, and obviously helping people one-to-one. So it is an option to think about whether you have a subscription business or, or already a coaching business, whatever it is. If you know people are struggling with these things, it is something you could possibly either offer as a as an extra service, as a recurring thing, or a package of calls or whatever. And um, you may need to actually drive people instead of just kind of trying to sell it to them in one email. You might want to drive them to something like a webinar. But I'm getting a bit off topic here, so let's move back to uh, step three. So now that we know what customers still need and still buy, and we've got some ideas for what products to sell them, we obviously have to put it in front of them. So how do we do that? So the minute someone actually signs up for our box that's when we begin upselling, okay? Technically, we begin upselling before they even sign up. So what we have on our website at busterbox.com is a sign-up flow. And on the very step of the sign-up flow works, basically, we ask them a few questions about their dog, we capture their email, and on the final step, we ask them if they wanna get an extra toy in each box. And that is our uh, kind of pre-purchase, technically, upsell, okay? So that will drive up our average revenue per user. You'll find about 20% of people usually take that. The 80-20 rule applies and people are really happy to get that extra toy. Then what we have is the post-purchase upsells, okay? So the minute someone clicks complete on the checkout, depending on what platform you use, it's gonna look slightly different. I know ClickFunnels has this, I know Shopify has it if you use an app like Zipify Pages, and Subly has it as well. So what you can do is you can actually display an offer the minute they, they've clicked uh, submit, and the way it works is that their credit card info is already saved and already taken, so if they click accept on your offer, then it will build their card right away, okay? So in here, 
Some good ideas that you can do, obviously, is you can do your you can do your one-time products here. You know, get a dog bed with your purchase. It comes with the same delivery, free delivery. Um, you can do um, add-on subscription upgrades, get fleeing worming, get a second subscription for a cheaper price. Or you can even uh, ask them to pay up front for their six or 12 month subscription by getting an extra discount on their box. All these ways we can do, we can use to put uh, one-time and recurring up upsells in front of them at the post-purchase upsell stage. There's also another thing you can do. Um, you could send an email straight away, uh, asking them to maybe register for a webinar or um, uh, get this get this product here. Um, and also you could do SMS. You can use SMS to either get them to just reply to the SMS to take the product, or you can send them to a landing page. Um, I mean, on the back end, this can get a bit complicated because you have to make sure that the orders are being um, tracked somewhere. But the goal of it is to make it so simple that they only have to take maybe one action. They don't have to go back through a checkout. They don't have to go anywhere, especially for the, the smaller ticket purchases. Obviously, higher ticket might need webinars and things like that, as I mentioned. Okay, so that's the minute they sign up. So we used to have an SMS that sent sent them to a landing page the minute after they signed up. Before post-purchase upsells actually existed in Subly, we found our own way and kind of hacked it. We sent them to a landing page and we asked them if they wanted to get pay for their subscription up front. They could just enter their email into this box. And what would happen is the email would be captured and we would have our VA go in and switch them to an upfront subscription. So there are ways to hack it. <laughs> I don't really recommend it if it's going to cause a lot of hassle for you. But if you find a way to do it, it can be done. So the next thing I want to talk about is recurring reminders. So you need to leverage the fact that your customers have a recurring delivery or a recurring order every month. And um, so your upselling is kind of essential here. Okay, you can make things much more convenient people for much more convenient for people by giving them the opportunity to add things to the next shipment. Um, for example, as I mentioned, extra toys, beds, higher ticket items, you can all be uh, offered here. And you can even make things fun, like give them a voucher. And you can automate emails, basically, which I'll talk about in a second how to do it. But people love that when you make things more convenient for them, okay? It's like, if you've already got a monthly delivery coming, it makes sense for people to be able to add things to the next box. It's kind of a perk. Like if you need a new dog bed and you want to go to Amazon, they may or may not charge shipping or one of the pet stores might may or may not charge shipping on that. But if you've already got your box coming, you can add extra things in via toys, whatever. Obviously, I'm talking about um, a dog subscription box, which is our business, but you can come up with any ideas yourself if you serve children or whatever your subscription box niche is. So... These automated upsell emails can actually be sent every time the renewal takes place because the renewal happens usually every month, okay? And if it doesn't happen every month, then you can have, if they're on an upfront subscription, you can trigger it when their uh, order ships, which does happen every month, okay? So when they have, when they've signed up, we already talked about when there's a new order or a box shipped or like you could do it after three months of their subscription or when their subscription renews after six or 12 months. So there's all these different, uh, points that are happening, okay, and you can automate things on the back of that. The way to do that, we use we use two things. We use Subly, which has its own inbuilt automation feature, and we also use Zapier uh, to connect like, normally two pieces of software that may not connect together, okay. So the way these work is they're like trigger and action. So if someone's third order has just shipped, then please send them this email, and in that email you can write, "Hey, your third third order has just shipped." Um, you've qualified for you know ten dollars off this dog bed. If you want to add it to your next shipment, um, you can you can go ahead and click to, click here to, to claim it. Okay, but what actually works even better is to actually get them to just reply yes. Okay, so we talk, probably talk a little bit more about yes emails in more detail on the podcast. But basically, what happens is 
the customer is already in your subscription platform. You already have their card details. And what you can do is you can actually send the email or automate the email to just say, if you want to add this cool thing to your next box, simply reply yes. And this works really, really well. And the reason is it's so low commitment from our customers. They just have to reply three letters and then we'll build our card and we'll ship it in their next box. Okay. So it is really, really valuable and it's really, really simple and it works so well. We've done this for so many things. Okay. You can also do some email campaigns. Okay. So you can send like maybe a weekly store email. And um, so you can make a nice designed email, highlight a couple of products in your online store if you have one. Uh, and then you can basically have them go over and purchase there. Now we use a Shopify store, which doesn't link up with Subly. So we have a, we have a VA who goes in, sees all the Shopify orders every week, tags them in Subleys, and then fulfills the order in Shopify. Without getting too complicated, it's basically just making sure that the orders in Subly are tagged with the products the customers ordered, okay, uh, in the shop. And the reason we do that is because we don't want to have to send things twice. And we want to obviously combine the shipping easier for the customer and cheaper for us. Okay. Um, so if you don't have a store though, then you can still do a yes email. You can literally just come up with a product or, or an offer you want to make to your customer, write a personal style email about it and have them simply reply yes. And then they will basically, um, you'll take that, uh, all the replies, you'll basically go into their account. You will build them, you'll create the order and you'll ship that product in the next box. Okay. So all of these ways and all of these steps, it sounds like a lot of stuff to do, but it's really just about to get it, get into the habit of it. And obviously a lot of the things can be automated. Many of the things we talked about today can be automated. And the best part is when you start to see it working, the possibilities are endless. You can come up with bigger and more expensive products and push to push the boat out just to see how much money you can make. So to recap, I know we covered a lot there and I talk really fast and it's only episode two, so I'm quite nervous. But the first thing we talked about today was basically how to figure out what your customers still need outside of your box, okay? The second thing that we, and in order to do that, we asked them a survey, we set it up in an automation, and we're gonna have that data building up over time. The second thing we did was to create the products, whether they be one-time, uh, whether they be back-end subscriptions, or something higher ticket like coaching or something like that, an online course. And the final thing we talked about was how to put it in front of them. We talked about post-purchase upsells, uh, we talked about the sign-up flow upsell first, which is um, before the, the purchase takes place. Then we talked about post-purchase SMS, uh, post-purchase emails, and also the fact then we have recurring deliveries, okay? So every time a specific action, uh, a specific trigger is hit, an action takes place, which will basically allow us to send an email with an offer to the customer to add something to the next box. And the very last thing we talked about is just sending regular broadcasts to your email list, whether it be on a Sunday or whatever. Um, and if you don't have a store, you can just send them a yes email. Okay, so the, the first, the, the majority of the things we talked about can be automated, whether it's at the start of the subscription or throughout the subscription life, lifetime. Um, but the final thing we talked about are kind of manual campaigns that you can send and blast to your entire customer base. So that's it for the, today's episode. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. And um, please go ahead and leave me a five-star review on whatever podcast platform you listen on. And please share this podcast with anybody you think will be valuable. We'll be back next time where I'll be revealing my top three email frameworks that sold tens of thousands of subscriptions for me.